0: The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone on 97.5,
1: 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a Friday edition of The Movie Zone. Uh, happy Friday, Johnny. Hey, buddy. How are you, sir? You know, I am pretty good. Me too. I'm groovy. Me too. I, I feel like I've... Uh... Been washed clean after a week at scout camp. Do I dare say fabulous well don't scream that there's other shows that are uh, doing things right now well they need to know it too. <laughs> i'm fabulous we're recording in studio two which is not nearly as soundproof as studio one that's okay uh but this is the home place of the movie zone so we're grateful to be here and on air i,
0: nice. I actually refer to this as the movie zone studio because you know not a lot of other shows come into this studio and on the rare occasion they do so this is officially the movie zone studio this is the movie zone. Let's studio just put a sign up in front of it.
1: You're in studio two. I'm in producer booth two. That's right. Or as we call it, uh, control room one and control room two. So Austin, how was your week since we last uh, did this show? It was really good considering we had three days off. I know. Friday, Saturday, or excuse me, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was nice, wasn't it? Was it? wonderful. I spent three whole days of daddy-daughter time. Did you really? Got a bunch of to-dos done around the house. Did a bunch of uh, laying about, nice, and just uh, gearing up, as it says in Zombie Land, for the the week ahead, which <laughs> now is behind us, and it's been a great week uh, this week too. That's great. I uh, I took Saturday, and I went to the Megaplex,
0: and I watched your favorite movie, Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, you know what? Mm. For I yeah, know we, we we talked about it yes, last week. You do not enjoy. Remind uh, us who's in it. Uh, Mila Jovovich.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: I know you're not a fan of movies that uh, come from video games. Nope. And, uh, granted, I get that. When we discussed this, we discussed Mortal Kombat, we discussed Tomb Raider, and, uh, I, I kind of saw your light. Rampage. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The best part about Rampage is the prototype Bronco in it.
1: <laughs> but So uh, what'd you think of Monster Hunter? You
0: know what? It was better than your typical, uh... Video game movie.
1: Okay, so it it was not worth my time. It's definitely worth checking
0: out uh, in the dollar flick, or if you just have a couple hours to kill.
1: $5 Tuesday, maybe. $5 yeah.
0: Tuesday, or wait for the red box, but it's fun, and they're definitely setting up
1: a franchise. Uh, Megan Good is in it. I'm a fan of her. Ron Perlman of yes. Sons of Anarchy. Ron, Perl- Ron Perlman is
0: very... Uh, he doesn't look like Ron Perlman in it.
1: Kind of like, uh, was he Hellboy? Did yes. he play Hellboy? The original yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not the new one. Uh, does he play a monster
0: in Monster no. Hunter? No. He he's played, a hunter he's of a monsters? Hunter.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's a five out of 10 IMDb. Yeah. 49% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. 44% Metacritic. Yeah. But 77% of Google reviews liked the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just a thumbs up, thumbs down system.
0: Right. And that's, that's exactly where I would put it. Like I said, it's it's not going to win any awards. It might win awards for some CGI cuz it looked pretty dang real. But uh it was it was just a fun let's kill some time movie.
1: Which it had a budget of 60 million dollars for just a kill some time movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Times have a change. It went all
0: into uh it definitely didn't go into story. Okay. That, that budget <laughs> went
1: into effects and CGI for sure. Which which actually is the most expensive part of movie making. Oh, I know. It's incredible. Which you would think that uh, animations wouldn't cost that much because you're not paying actors to be on screen, but the animation and the CGI and the special effects, that stuff costs so much money.
0: And we all know how much Mac computers cost, and that's why.
1: <laughs> that's exactly it. You know, though. however,
0: that being said about the movie, I took my son uh he's 12 and he absolutely loved it. So it's fun for kids. Um I don't didn't I don't recall any like cursing or anything like that. I'm, there may have been but it didn't stand out and he I mean, didn't It's really, rated PG-13. Yeah.
1: Why do you think it has that rating for the monsters? For yeah,
0: there there's a couple scary moments, some jump scares. Is there blood? Yes. And gore? Yes. Okay. So that's it. Okay. Bodies being eaten by bugs and monsters. <laughs> Spoiler
1: alert, jeez.
0: But uh but but kids like it, and I I definitely checked out the reviews. You know what parents say: is it safe to take him? And all of them said yes. So I said, all right,
1: let's let's take him. So I took him. He absolutely loved it. Cool, he Good. loved it. So so there's one for your uh, teenagers to go with mom and dad too. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there you go, Monster Hunter. Uh, or excuse me, Monster Hunters. Monster sure. Hunter. Monster Hunter. Uh, in uh, theaters right now. Sorry, I didn't like mean America to take place. us
0: down that, that road of, right there. That that we just kind of went into it. I like uh, the review. I like the review. You know, I just wanted to talk about it. It's great.
1: Well, uh, now that we've uh, balked at tradition, let's get back to it. Yeah, should we get back on uh, schedule? We have a poll question coming up in segment two that uh, was pretty popular this week. We'll get your responses to that and tell you what it is here in a moment. We've got a from the archives that, yeah. uh, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people have seen this movie. But maybe a lot of people shouldn't have seen it as early as they saw it with some of the content in it. Without
0: spoiling what the movie is, I was actually shocked when it said R rating. I've seen it so many
1: times on TV and it's been edited out so many times, I forgot that it was an R rating. And it's the only place I've seen it was really? on the TV edit So some of the And as we were looking at Some of the facts That we'll get to In segment three About said movie uh, Or not said movie uh, It mentioned one scene I was like I don't remember that Happening in this movie <laughs> Yeah And apparently I've only seen it on TV So yep. that's, that yep. makes sense Which is why I was That's why Like I said
0: they PG'd it for TV, and I forgot that it was <laughs> R.
1: Uh, so that'll be segment three. As we said, segment two, poll question responses. We got movie news and rumors and five new releases to get to here in this first segment. But before we go any further, I did send out a movie zone Movie Showdown poll question over the weekend. Okay. How'd that go? It went landslide for really? the victor. Okay. Um, my wife and I were discussing... Uh, and we've then on this was Sunday afternoon and we watched one of these movies because it's one of the most beautifully made movies although quirky and, and weird mm-hmm. it's a beautifully made movie and I I can't not watch it when it's on you're talking about predator no oh. <laughs> you and that predator <laughs> uh, and the other one I just simply googled what? what uh, what movie matches the cinematography of the first movie okay and this other movie came up and i've got a story about that with my wife as well ooh but the two movies were life of pi yeah versus secret life of walter mitty which one of those haven't you seen no i've seen them both okay i've seen both of them okay 182 votes came in in the 24 hours and with a 76% Uh, Vote Majority The Secret Life of Walter Mitty Blew Out Life of Pi So uh, Apparently uh, Brent says both really good But I could watch Walter Mitty again and again In fact I have And then John Colton with a uh, a good feedback For us Johnny Okay, He said we need a results option on this poll For those who haven't seen both movies So that it's not So explain how does that work So you add a third option results so if people are seeing it on their timeline, and they're like, well, I have only seen one or haven't seen either movie, but they want to see the results of the poll. Oh, I see what you're they saying. They can click results wow. as their answer, and the, it'll show. That's so, a great idea. And then that'll tell us how many people are clicking results, too. Now, you know, I've seen both of
0: those movies, and Walter Mitty, I think, got more—I mean, the— uh, What's the first one? Cinematography? No, no, no. The Pie movie. I forgot the oh, title. Oh, Life of Pi. Thank you. Life of Pi was shot beautifully, as you mentioned, and it's amazing. But I don't think it had the commercial success of Walter Mitty because of the cast. I think okay. the cast played a big part in the success of that movie. Now, Ben Stiller... Which you know him from so many comedy roles, and seeing him in this serious role, which we've seen a few times, like the role the Royal Tenenbaums, yeah. and a few things like that, which this movie's nothing like. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. No, no. I don't think so.
1: But uh, Mystery ro- Men. <laughs>
0: that is a very serious movie. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, seeing him in this role, I think he played a great, great job doing this role. And mm-hmm. Sean Penn, I think, just played himself
1: he was Sean Penn. Yeah,
0: he was totally Sean Penn.
1: And Kristen Wiig gave you a, a bit of a, a great performance too. Oh, um, and and she's now in Wonder Woman eighty four and getting rave reviews as because those are two actors in Kristen Wiig and, and uh, Ben Stiller, as you said, mm-hmm. that you think, oh, this is going to be a funny movie, comedy, and it was funny. It was lighthearted, hearted. It, it had, had some moments. moments. Yeah, but moreover, it was a it was a drama about a guy who is not satisfied with life, and daydreams himself into fantastic <laughs> situations. Or does he daydream? Dream w- wasn't them? Wasn't his
0: daydreams, quote-unquote,
1: just awesome the way they did that? or wonderful. It's a, it's a great movie, and its rewatchable level is, it skyrockets. You oh, can man. watch it a hundred times.
0: I do want to know, though, was that really Ben Stiller longboarding?
1: It was. Was it really? It really, truly was. Wow. Yes. Now, he had a harness that, uh, it, that was CGI'd out. Sure. Yeah. So he wouldn't fall off the edge? Right, I mean, he was going ninety miles an he hour. He down that. It was awesome. Uh, now, uh, so there's the secret life of Walter Mitty is the winner. But my story about Life of Pi is that when my wife and I were dating, uh, so she wasn't my wife; she was my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, she lived an hour away south. I lived an hour away north. We'd meet often in the middle and do things like go to a movie. Okay, and uh, this was Life of Pi was in theaters at the time. And I really, really, really wanted to see it because I heard a lot of great things about it. And so we went and we bought tickets and we got in there and we sat through the previews and the movie began. And my girlfriend, now wife, leaned over to me and said, I think I want, I think I need to go home. Oh. And I was like, oh, are you sick? Yeah, for sure. Let's let's go. And she said, no. <laughs> Mind you, we were, she was 29, almost 30 at the time. Okay. She said, uh, no. I forgot to clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Austin, uh, that's because she like had the... moved back home uh-huh. to save some money before we got married, uh-huh. and part of moving back home was help out with the chores around the house. And Ooh. she had forgotten to do it. And I was like, "Wait a second, We're, y- you're thirty. You
0: know what? what she, I- you know what she just did to you." Uh, Hey, Whitney, would you like to go out on a date Saturday night? No, I got to wash my hair. That's
1: exactly <laughs> it. Only she showed up and then said, oh, I forgot to wash right, my hair. Right, was I do forgot to wash it. So we drove all the way back no, down south. No, you didn't stay? No, we oh. left as the movie was opening. Wow. So then uh, the next week, I made her go back with me. <laughs> and I said, we're going to watch it and we're going to enjoy it. And we did. And it was good. Yeah. Uh, didn't see the ending coming. No. Went, and in fact, without the ending... It's not really my movie, but the ending ties it all together really, really well.
0: Well, it won a ton of awards, or at least was nominated for it. I mean, everything from some best music to best directing to obviously best visual effects. Yeah, for sure. I mean, wow. The tiger just on the boat, that whole scene
1: is unbelievable. Yep, for sure. All right, so there you go. That's the movie's own movie showdown. Life of or Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the 76% winner. In our uh, poll question, yeah, Johnny, we've got five new movies to talk about. I know if we finish out this. We sentence. even got a western. We have a western, and we have a a, a movie that is big time, but with a local uh, uh, cameraman. That he was the main cameraman on it. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, and uh, we've got. Uh, 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 what was I going to say? Oh, our guy Larry Tassoni sent us a bunch of cool little synopses and uh, comments about each movie. So we'll get to that. Larry, of course, with Megaplex. Let's start, though, with the one I've been looking forward to the most. It's called Our Friend. It's a rated R drama based on actual events, and it stars Casey Affleck, Dakota Johnson, and Jason Segel. Jason Siegel in a bit of a goofy role, but not a comedic role. This he is can, a drama. I could see. He's kind of goofy. I could see that. After receiving life altering news, a couple, Casey Affleck and Dakota Johnson, find unexpected support from their best friend, who puts his, puts his own life on hold and moves into their home, bringing an impact much greater and more profound than anyone could have imagined. This is a sad, real, true event story. That shows how beautifully sad life can be, mm-hmm. and how what a blessing having a support system is to a lot of people. And our guy Ben Anderson over at KSL, yeah, his brother was one of the main cameramen on this. No movie.
0: way, that's yeah. really
1: cool. So, so our friend uh, in theaters now, rated R. So mind the audience who you're taking to this. But. So,
0: so Ben Affleck or Casey Affleck, better actor, Casey. Oh yeah,
1: by even far. though he does the same. Little, little, he's the look same guy everything. all the time, but uh, do, but you saw Manchester by the Sea, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, gut wrenching. I know, so I know he, he, can, he can do stuff that Ben doesn't do. Yeah. Isn't it funny? But Ben's the more popular one, I don't know anymore.
0: I think yeah, you're probably right. Throughout the 90s and early 2000s, Ben was just killing it.
1: Yeah, maybe he should be our actor profile today.
0: Nah. Maybe we'll save him. We'll save him for another day. Well, I'm going to move on to No Man's Land. All right. A rated PG-13 action-adventure thriller starring, now you're going to have to help me with this last name because I'm so good at him. Is it Jake Allen? Allen. Allen. Frank Grillo and George Lopez. Speaking of comedic actors doing a serious role. Okay. This is a modern Western inspired by the real-life No Man's Land areas along the Texas-Mexico border. While out on a father-son border patrol, Jackson accidentally kills an immigrant boy while Jackson's father tries taking the blame. Ooh. That's
1: a So his father
0: tries to take the blame. Okay. Jackson flees south on horseback, becoming a gringo illegal alien in Mexico, uh-huh. chased by Texas Rangers and Mexican Federales. Uh, Jackson journeys across Mexico to seek forgiveness from the dead boy's father only to fall in love with the land he was taught to hate.
1: Okay. Fascinating. Interesting story. And, and it hits the heartstrings in, uh, in, in many different ways there.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I think anyone who is a father can kind of relate to this. You don't want to see anything come bad of your son or daughter. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, you,
1: and you need to be teaching them the right things and right. Then letting them make their own decisions. Right, but I mean, come on, you know, if, you're, if your daughter committed this, would you take the blame? Absolutely. All right. So, I'd, yeah. I, in fact, I'd plant evidence to show that it was me. Right. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh, American Skin rated our drama exclusively, by the way, only at Jordan Commons Megaplex, starring Nate Parker. The writer and director as well. Omari Hardwick, Theo Rossi, Bonap, and Wolfgang Bottison. You might know Wolfgang from a few good men. A Marine veteran working as a school janitor tries to mend his relationship with his son after a divorce. When his son is killed by a police officer and found innocent with outstanding trial, he makes matter he takes matters rather into his own hands.
0: Interesting. I like that last line, That or the second-to-last line, found innocent without standing trial.
1: Yeah, that's after he's been shot by a police officer. Yeah, that's wow. interesting. This is not a feel-good movie, but it's probably filled with revenge, uh, which think? I really like. It's, it's your story. It's my favorite flavor.
0: Well, moving on to The Dig, rated PG-13, biography, drama, history, also exclusively at Jordan Commons. Okay. Uh, starring Ralph Fiennes, we know him, right? Rafe, Rafe Fiennes. That's Don't what call me
1: Ralph. Yeah. Well, you know, Voldemort. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this is a gr- good cast, actually. Uh, what is it? Carrie, uh, Carrie Mulligan. Mulligan, and Lily James. You know Carrie Mulligan from uh, probably The Great Gatsby, the yeah. remake, mm-hmm. and Lily James. I can't think of anything she's in, but I can see her face in my mind. Great actress. <laughs>
0: An archaeologist embarks on a historical, historically important evac- uh, excavation of Sutton. I'm not reading this very well. Of Sutton, yeah. Sutton. Who. Who. Yeah. The who threw me in 1938. It has a little
1: uh, Indiana Jones sign to it, doesn't it? It does. It has the Indiana Jones uh, feeling to it, but without the... The whip. Uh, without the comedy. Right. Without the lightheartedness. I mean, this is a biography, so the dig. Uh, I'll be interested in seeing that. It's your
0: kind of movie. You know, biographies. uh, What's the other one? Documentary sounds. Almost documentary type.
1: Yep. And historical fiction. Those are my three. Yeah, there you go. And then rom-com. I love rom-com. We need to do more rom com. I'm a sucker for rom-com. Well, stay tuned for segment three. Oh, really? We might be digging into a rom-com. That's a nice tease. Uh, Finally, the fifth new movie coming out this week, a rated PG comedy romance. or we might get to rom-com right now, Johnny. We sure might. It's called About Hope. It stars no one I've heard of, including Justin Ray, Christine Huarbe, and Aaron Groban. Thomas McKenzie has been searching for the perfect girl his whole life. When he meets two women who pique his interest, he learns that the love we are searching for is not always the true love that makes us whole. It sounds like he's going to choose the wrong girl.
0: She's going to do something that's horribly wrong, and then he's going to realize the error
1: in his ways. It's pretty in pink. Yeah. That's what this yeah. that's what this yeah. movie is, and but, I'll, hey. I'll love every second of it. Absolutely. So you've got About Hope, The Dig, American Skin, No Man's Land, and Our Friend, uh, new movies this week at Megaplex Theaters. Check it out.
0: Some good ones coming, I think.
1: Coming up next, we've got a poll question of the week. Uh, in fact, we'll launch it now. We asked you on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot one at ZoneSportsNet, and Name either a movie that you liked until the ending ruined it. Oh, man. Or just name a movie that with a bad ending. Yeah. So, uh, and why this was launched, uh, if you know who Real McCoy is on Twitter, she's a big jazz fan, she launched out a, a, a question over on Sunday on Twitter when I was putting up the movie zone showdown, mm-hmm. and I built our poll question this week off of the movie that she was going to watch that day. Plagiarism is awesome. Because... <laughs> That movie's my answer to this question. Okay. We'll tell you what it is next. We'll get an actor profile. This is your life. Yes. Blank, blank. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, we'll continue on. And music history. Uh, Oh, this lesson in music history will reveal what our movie will be in segment three for from the archives. You bet. Uh, All right. It's all coming up next right here on The Movie Zone.
0: You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
1: Pretty woman walking down the street. Pretty woman, the kind I like to meet.
0: Pretty Welcome woman. back to the Movie Zone. I am Johnny Lightfoot. Austin Horton, across the glass from me. Hi, hey,
1: buddy. I love this song. Who doesn't love Roy Orbison? Roy Orbison is our uh, this week in music history. You know, of course, Van Halen redid this song they did they did pretty woman they redid it that'd be cool I haven't heard that early Van Halen with uh, David Lee
0: Roth I think it was either uh, one or Van Halen 1 or Van Halen 2 that it was on oh okay great I think it's one actually
1: Uh, but this is our uh, This Week in Music History yeah Roy Orbison tell us about Roy and yeah uh, like I said going to break Johnny This song reveals the movie that we're talking about in segment three and from the archives. Tell us about Roy.
0: Roy Orbison was an American singer songwriter and musically known for his singing style, complex song structures, and dark emotional ballads. Wow. His music was described by critics as operatic. Okay. Earning him the nickname the Caruso of rock. The Caruso of rock. Oh, rock. He was known for his shyness and stage fright, which is why he would always wear dark sunglasses.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was just a trademark thing. No. Born in Vernon,
0: Texas on April 23, 1936. Died December 6, 1988 at age 52. Pretty young.
1: That's very, too young. Too young. Yep.
0: Well, Orbison began s- began singing uh, rockabilly and country western in high school. He was signed to Sun Records in 1956. Now, Sun Records has very famous people such as Johnny Cash.
1: Elvis. Elvis. That uh, that whole uh, musical that was written about uh, the night that Jerry Lee Lewis, oh. Elvis, uh, Johnny Cash, and... Forgetting the fourth guy, apparently recorded a lost yes. album. Yes, was all at Sun. I've not seen that yet. I need to see that.
0: Yeah, uh, he re- he signed to Sun Records in 1956, but he enjoyed probably his greatest success from 1960 to 62 on Monument Records where the majority of his singles reached the Billboard top 40 and he co-wrote or wrote almost all of his top 10 hits which are only The Lonely in 1960, Running Scared 1961, Crying 1961, In Dreams in 63 and Oh Pretty Woman from 1964. Wow.
1: So a very successful career.
0: He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987, into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 1989, the Musicians Hall of Fame Museum in 2014, and he received a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award for five other Grammy Awards. Wow. Yeah. Not too shabby at all. No. Rolling Stone placed him number 37 on the greatest artist of all time list.
1: Uh, last year, before, in fact, right as the pandemic was really gearing up and roaring here in the states i don't even think this happened yet i think it's going to happen in the future but they announced roy Orbison jr announced a a tour a world tour of his dad roy Orbison and buddy holly as holograms whoa with live bands and backup singers but them being on stage as holograms performing the songs that's actually kind of cool and then the pandemic shut it all down.
0: Right, that sucks. But so the, we
1: hope that this comes back. It was going to be at the stateroom. Really? was, was going to play.
0: I didn't even know about this. Yeah. I would
1: be there. Yeah, so uh, hopefully that'll, that'll come back around because I'd love to see uh, Roy Orbison and Buddy Holly live in person. By the way, same glasses. Yeah. Only one had dark shades. And by the way, Roy Orbison should have just given up the hair game. It was a bad <laughs> look there at the end,
0: buddy. <laughs> well, you know, he was in the Traveling Wilburys. He was? He was part of the Traveling willberries which was Tom Petty. Uh, which Beatle? Was it P McCartney no Harrison George Harrison Harrison.
1: Harrison.
0: Um, I mean it was a super group Jeff Lynn I mean just everybody was in that group and uh, he died shortly after the the, the record was released
1: well uh, he's our this week in music history from Johnny Lightfoot Roy Orbison and yes in segment three we'll get uh, some facts and factoids little known facts and factoids about Pretty Woman Mm -hmm. with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts but right now it's time for our weekly poll question we asked you to name either a movie you liked until the ending ruined it or just a movie with a bad ending (laughs) the reason that this was the question is real mccoy on twitter on sunday said asked if she should watch interstellar or not Mm. and my answer to her was yes but turn it off when there's like 15 minutes left in it yeah
0: it just ruins it because
1: that movie was amazing and then the ending happened. and It was the biggest waste of time. It's like they
0: they ran out of ideas.
1: They they trapped him in a bookcase. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and that was the end of the movie. How do you get trapped in a bookcase? You don't. By the way? And you had this intellectual arc of okay, it's it's out there, it's in the future, but it was still perceivable, conceivable, rather. Right. And then they get to this, you're like, okay, get out of my face with this nonsense. Yeah. So yeah, that being my answer, okay, then launched me to wonder what other people would think. What other movies people would say? I, I before you get into that, yeah. Waterworld. So Waterworld's cool until the end. Water? Well, yes. I thought
0: Waterworld <laughs> was a great idea, and it's awesome about all the polar caps melting <laughs> and the whole planet flooding. And then he bungee jumped,
1: <laughs> and it was over. Uh, <laughs> that movie is a flawed, flawed movie. Oh, but yeah. A lot of people surprisingly love it. Yeah. Most people hate it. Yeah. Uh, ben says unpopular opinion but i'm going with frozen 2 he says they made the movie to be about sacrifice and doing the right thing which was awesome and they set that up nicely but then in in, excuse me until the end when the characters didn't actually sacrifice anything and everything is just okay again because disney
0: because disney
1: it's a well thought out response from yeah that's good brandon says any dc comic movie Mm. Batman, horrible. Superman was like Super Dude and Wonder Woman 1984. Close your eyes and slowly shake your head bad. <laughs> Dan, DC says Clover I could get on board with that. I can get on board with Great that. Great movie. And then the ending's like, huh? Eh, okay. Eh. Uh, our guy, Adam, the last Twilight movie, which supposedly builds up to a massive finale, but then it's just Blah. psych. Yeah. I. Gladly haven't seen it You haven't seen it? No You should read the books No (laughs) (laughs) Jessica says Titanic The ending was such a bummer We knew how it ended She said Just kidding (laughs) I know But that one is easy for me Lucy I didn't think that movie Could get any worse And then the ending happened And proved me so wrong But on that note Apparently the new movie Wild Mountain Time Has an ending so bad You have to see it To believe it so naturally watching it this coming Friday. Okay. So report back, Jessica. Let us know about Wild Mountain that, Time. That
0: brings up an interesting topic. If
1: you know a movie's bad, will you still see it? That's Maybe that should be a question in the future. It could be. What movie is so terrible, you have to see you it. You still have to see it. Yeah. Charles says, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. No! Such a good movie, but the alternative ending was so much better than the one actually in the movie. That is the ultimate bass player's movie. <laughs> All the bass battles. I love Scott Pilgrim, and it's a comic book. Run, Forrest Run. Austin Frankham says, I am legend. Yeah. Both endings sucked, but the ending where he gives back the test zombie was probably the worst out of the two.
0: He should watch Gemini Man. The movie that that was taken from. Well, what I do am mean? legend. I am legend. Wasn't Will oh, Smith no, I'm sorry. also in I'm Gemini? Sorry, Man? I'm sorry. Omega Man. Oh, gotcha. Omega, gotcha. not Gemini, Omega.
1: Uh, Jeremy Christensen with a great movie. Uh, great answer, I should say. Annihilation. So many great actors, very intriguing premise and decent setup, beautifully framed, trippy CGI landscapes, but that ending. I've walked out of the movies before, but this is the first time I've actually felt hoodwinked. I got tricked into staying for that. Wow! Have you seen Annihilation? I have not seen that one. He summed it up very, very well there. Okay, it's it's a really, it's a good, fun, uh, uh, kind of a thriller. Sci-fi, yeah, and then the ending—it's like they Fall were flat. just quit. They just quit. Just quit, and said, so, "Now do this to them." Fun. Uh, Eric says I shut that movie off halfway through. It was a mess, and I think "mess" is a good word for that movie. Okay. Greg says the Da Vinci Code when Sophie acted like she was gonna walk on water. <laughs> That offended Greg. Trevor says, "League of Extraordinary Gentlemen" with a bad ending. That's a fun movie. TJ says, "Not the movie, but the finale of How I Met Your Mother ruined the entire show, and I haven't been able to watch it again since."
0: Okay, I can see that. It wasn't
1: a great ending.
0: No, I think they could have. They built it up for how many seasons? Seventeen,
1: it seems. Yeah, (laughs) and it's just like. eh. Braden says, "Interstellar." Yeah, he's right. Yeah. DJ says, "The Last Jedi." Didn't like the ending of The Last Jedi. Okay, okay. I can see that. A lot of people didn't Probably like Probably
0: one. one of the least popular or least favorite out of the Star Wars. Probably.
1: Brandon says, Eagle Eye. Really thought that was cool until you learn a rogue computer is behind it all. <laughs> rogue AI just doesn't do it for me. Not sinister enough. Like, unplug the thing. <laughs> Which is absolutely right. Uh, IT, or excuse me, IT. It, or really any Stephen King ending, says Mike McMillan. Doesn't really? like how Any? Stephen King ends his movies. What about Shawshank? That's they. That's Stephen King. Improved on his story Stephen vastly. King. Still Stephen King. Vance Burbage says, "I see dead people." Mm. Didn't like the ending of that. Sure. Alex Lundberg, the ending to Win- the ending to Winchester might be the dumbest thing to have been conceived in the history of cinema. Uh, he said, <laughs> "I don't typically watch horror as I'm a wimp." But the ending of the movie was so dumb, I actually stopped being scared and was just mad. I get irrationally angry whenever I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Lundy. <laughs> Braden and Jordan both did not like how uh, the Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, went. Okay. Philip says Spanglish, which is just a totally bad movie. The, a- Adam
0: movie. Sandler, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Dan says Artificial Intelligence, which is hard for me because I love Spielberg. And then Dan says La La Land. They told you what the ending should have been and then took it away. And, Johnny, that's why I love La La Land, is it's real. Sure. It shows you what you thought you wanted or what you thought, how it should have gone. And life ain't that way, son. No, it's not. Life will go how it wants to go sometimes. And
0: it's definitely real how they, like, fly through the air. <laughs> <Get
1: out. laughs> Brad says, onward. Onward. Ben really? says, this movie frustrates me because I want to love it so much. And I, I don't know. It's a top five Pixar for me. I yeah, love Onward. It's, it's a good one. Uh, Amy says, I still get mad about a league of their own. Dottie shouldn't have let whiny Kit win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Well, Kit was pretty whiny, but <laughs> Big Sister always had everything and wanted to give her little younger <laughs> sister some love.
1: Salt Lake Cougar agrees with Dan. He says, A.I., wish I could erase that last 20 minutes from my memory. <laughs> Chris Norton says, "Knowing with Nicholas Cage, I've never seen that. Oh,
0: anymore. that's the one where he can predict all like plane crashes and everything happening.
1: Oh, yeah, glad I missed that one. Yeah, and then Chris with the movie Signs, really? How they're just allergic to water? Oh, well, isn't that hasn't Pretty that lame.
0: Been, hasn't that been done though? Pretty lame. War of the Worlds. <laughs> they get a cold and it's over. Right. War of the Worlds. They drank our water and got sick." <laughs>
1: All right, so there you go. Thanks to everyone who participated. Uh movies with bad endings or a movie that the ending <laughs> ruined the whole thing for you. Love it. Yeah,
0: I could that's a great that's a great that's a great one. Good job.
1: Now, before we break, Johnny, fire up the band. Strike up the orchestra. It's time for <laughs> This is your life. Julia Roberts. Oh they really let you borrow this from the jewelry store i'm a very good customer if you were gonna buy this how much would it cost
0: a quarter of a million
1: (laughs) a quarter of a million dollars And don't forget i'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her everybody knows
0: captain hook's got him and you've got to
1: fight him let's (laughs) (laughs) fly i love it up here yeah. I love the world. I'm so happy. Thank you. You're going to tell us a little bit about young Julia Roberts and where she hails from and her backstory before we talk about one of her most popular movies next segment. I can do that. All right. Hit you want us me to do her. that? All yeah. right. Julia
0: Roberts, born October 28th, 1967 in Georgia.
1: I didn't know she was from Georgia. I didn't either. The internet told me. No accent at all. Some of her most
0: successful films, and check out this list of movies. Mm. Mystic Pizza, Still Magnolia's Pretty Woman, Hook, Sleeping with the Enemy, The Pelican Brief. I'm not even halfway through yet. <laughs> My Best Friend's Wedding, Nodding Hill, Runaway Bride, Aaron Brockovich, Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, Charlie Wilson's War, Eat, Pray, Love, and Wonder. Just to name oh, a one, few, Wonder
1: is a good movie, isn't that yeah.
0: great? Yeah. Uh, Julia Roberts was the first actress to actress to receive a twenty million salary, which was for her Oscar award winning role in two thousands Aaron
1: Brockovich. And then she made $25 million for Mona Lisa Smile. That is correct. And she was also the highest paid actress through
0: in the world throughout most of the 90s and also the first half of the 2000s. However, we're going to talk about that. I mean, I'm going to save this for the next one, what she was paid for, Pretty Woman. We'll go okay. on to that. And, of course, Roberts reportedly has had a lot of romantic relationships.
1: Yeah, some that didn't make any sense at all. I know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> she had
0: relationships with Liam Neeson, Keithers Sutherland, Dylan McDermott, Matthew Perry. She was briefly engaged to uh, Sutherland, but unfortunately, they broke up three days before their scheduled wedding in 1991.
1: Runaway bride,
0: right? <laughs> she was married to country musician Lyle Lovett, and they were married on June 27th. He's not a country
1: musician? Yes, Get he, out he of is. Oh yeah, he's he a is. piano player.
0: No, he's not. He plays guitar.
1: No. Oh. My bad.
0: <laughs> they were married on June 27th, 1993 and divorced in 1995. And everyone that I've talked to says they do not get that relationship.
1: Well, how could you? Doesn't make any sense to you. Didn't make all. any sense to you? Uh, Julia Roberts. Uh, she has been named the most beautiful woman in the world by People Magazine a record five times. Yeah. Uh, she's a terrific actress. She has a captivating look mm-hmm. about her. Uh, and uh, she comes from a long line of actors and playwrights. Of course, you know some of her relatives in Hollywood. Her brother, Eric Roberts. Eric. Her niece, Emma Roberts. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, a sister, I think, as well, that I'm Do you know she spacing didn't, the name on right She her didn't now.
0: even really want to be an actress. Well, what'd she want to be? I believe she wanted to be something else. <laughs> I don't have the note in front of me, but I remember reading that. She did not want to be, be an actress. Uh,
1: all right, so there you go. Uh, this is your life, Julia Roberts. Can you believe that Julia Roberts is... How old is Julia Roberts? She's 53. 53
0: yeah she's born in 67 she doesn't
1: seem like she's older than 33 no no she's hollywood's been good to julia
0: yeah and and like i said just that list of movies alone that's not even like all of her movies that's just her most successful
1: movies speaking of successful movies starring julia roberts coming up next a from the archives little known facts and factoids about one of america's and the world's favorite rom-coms of all time yes we'll talk about that as we wrap up this week's edition of the movie zone You're locked on to The Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280
0: The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Final segment this week here on The Movie Zone. I'm Austin Horton. He's Johnny Lightfoot again. This week's uh, lesson in music history was and is Roy Orbison. Mm -hmm. May he rest peacefully. Johnny hit us with some uh, cool facts about that that man's successful career last segment, so catch us in the podcast form if you missed that or the replays on Saturday or Sunday. We're wrapping up a Friday edition this week of The Movie yeah. Zone right now with a From the archive selection. What we do is we take a movie that's at least 10 years old and we give you some little known facts or factoids about said movie. And if you missed the first two segments, uh, we're talking about Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, 1990. Directed by my favorite rom-com director, Gary Marshall. Who was married to? I have no idea. Penny Marshall. That's his sister.
0: Oh, that's right. Bro. That's just wrong. He was married wrong. to her
1: in Hocus Pocus. That's
0: just wrong. <laughs> 1990s Pretty Woman, as you mentioned, directed by Gary Marshall. Rated
1: R. Which we talked in the first segment. Neither of us knew because... I've only seen it on (laughs) TV. Yeah.
0: Had a runtime of 119 minutes, starring Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, Jason Alexander. Had a budget of 14 million. That's it? That's it. Wow. But are you ready for this? Worldwide gross, 463. 406 million, 463 and a half million <laughs>
1: to date. That to includes date. box office, that includes DVDs, VHS on
0: a 14 million dollar budget.
1: That's, that's really well wow. done. Wow, yeah, well done. Bravo. And you mentioned last segment Julie Roberts only made 300 grand to make that movie. Yeah,
0: well, I was going to mention that this segment.
1: No, you mentioned it last segment, I did. Maybe you didn't. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I saved sorry. it. Well, I'm, I mentioned it this. You segment. mentioned it. Yes,
0: you're right. She only made three hundred <laughs> grand for for that movie. That's made four hundred and sixty million dollars.
1: Not 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 a good financial decision by her. She should have gone uh, Tom Hanks uh, yeah. Forrest Gump on that and said, I'll yeah. I'll take royalties. I'll take the points." Yeah. Rotten
0: Tomatoes only gives it sixty three percent, and the fans only give it sixty eight. I would have expected a little higher for how much money this movie's gross. It's cheesy. Sure. Well, uh, a little trivia about it. Richard Gere and Julia Roberts obviously had chemistry upon their first meeting. However, Gere was not planning on taking the role. He was on the phone, ready to turn down the part, like say, nope, I don't want anything to do with this movie, when Julia slid him a post-it note with the words that said, please say yes. When he saw that, he looked at her and he accepted the role. (laughs) Why was she in the same room with him? I guess, I don't know, maybe same agent? I don't oh, know
1: yeah. I don't know Interesting
0: However there's a scene Where Richard Gere is playing the piano Yes That was not fake He was really paying, playing the piano In fact He even composed The piece of music That is played
1: Which then Fast forward to another movie They did together In Runaway Bride mm-hmm. Also directed by Gary Marshall And he plays the piano And is a big jazz fan In that movie Yes not- the basketball team jazz fan, but fan of the music genre. That's correct. And he shows off his musical chops in that movie a couple times.
0: Now, I think most people know this already, but there's an improv scene with the necklace. Sure. The necklace case. Uh, he shows to Vivian, which is Julia Roberts. He slams it down on her fingers. Or close to her. Fingers. Or close to her, fingers, yeah. to her fingers, right? He, like, snaps it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was completely improv, and the laughter that you get from her was 100% real. That's,
1: that's that's her breaking
0: character? That's her breaking character wow. and just laughing. <laughs> and they, it fit her character well. The filmmakers loved it so much, they just kept it in. That's was a good choice. Now, speaking of said necklace, that cost $250,000.
1: Which, when I saw that, Johnny, I'm, I, I want to know why. I, I want to know what movie executive signed off on that and went, oh, okay, our budget is $14 million. Let's add, let, our budget's 13 and a half. Let's add a necklace and make it a cool 14 million. Well, surprisingly, uh,
0: while filming, a security officer from the jewelry store, so I don't think they bought it, equipped with a gun, <laughs> was constantly standing behind the director while filming that scene.
1: Why didn't they just use a prop? Exactly. You can get a dollar store necklace that looks like for a movie. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. The, the
0: original title of the movie was $3,000. Uh which was the amount of money Vivian and Edward finally agreed upon for her week. Yeah. Let's just call it week. Her accompaniment. But later changed to Pretty Woman after the Roy Orbison track was used in the soundtrack. Good move. Yes. The role of Vivian was originally given to Meg Ryan... But she turned it down. Wow. Which I find kind of surprising. And she probably wouldn't do it for 300000 Probably. And for several years, it was reported that Molly Ringwald, ugh, Molly Ringwald turned down the role, but she told Atlantic during an interview in 2010 that that was a myth. She said, and I quote, a script came across my desk and I can't recall if it was a, even a firm offer. I didn't know if Richard Gere was attached. I didn't know whether I turned it down or not. But I guess I did. (laughs) Okay, well if you don't give back to someone, you've turned it down, Molly. And since then, she has stated in several interviews that she regrets turning down the role. Yeah, probably so. Uh, Burt Reynolds was offered the role of Edward, which was Richard Gere's part. It would have worked. I could have seen that, that, right? And a slew of other actors, including everyone from Travolta to who did I just say? Uh, Burt Reynolds. I mean, mm. everybody. Who's who turned that role down?
1: Well, it's a fun movie. Uh, like I said, I've only seen it on TV. I think most people have. And as I was reading some of these facts and factoids, particularly about the piano playing moment in the in the movie, there there are some things in that movie that I didn't know were in the movie. Right. Because I've only seen it on TV. So for the families out there. The, the subject matter, it's it's obvious. It's a gentleman hiring the companionship of a woman of the night. Right. A lot of people would be turned off by that and say, this is not for me and my family. I would encourage you to try and get past that and see the beauty that this movie has in it.
0: You know, you know an interesting thing, you know when they went to the opera, he took her to the opera? Yeah. The opera they saw, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I read that, that move that opera is about... Uh, it's the same
1: story. It's the same yeah. story they're
0: doing. It's about a wealthy man.
1: Yep, spending his time with a lady. Yep, absolutely. That's that. Gary Marshall based the movie on that yeah. opera. Yeah. So. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week on the Movie Zone. Again, catch us on the replay Saturday and Sunday, and we'll be back next week. Johnny, good work, man. Good work, Austin. A good week. You rock, man. You rock me, man. Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back next week (laughs) on The Movie Zone.